Hello, and welcome to this episode of Say Something Interesting. This is the follow-up podcast from Eastlake Tri-Cities Church. My name is Megan, and with me is our teaching pastor, Brent. How's it going, Megan? Good, Brent. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Trying to stay warm. How about you? Uh, same. Was this uh, a window windshield scraping morning for oh, you? Oh, yeah, which I always forget about. Yeah. And then I'm like, ah. Oh, Build shoot. that in the time? Yeah. <laughs> I'm horrible at building it into the start? Are you a remote starter? Don't have a fancy car like that. I don't either. Well, I mean, I, it's funny. I have a nice car, <laughs> but it's... Yeah, uh, you're like an Audi, don't you? I know, but it doesn't... <laughs> it In Germany, they don't... It's outlawed. Oh, they why? They don't allow remote start. I don't know. Oh, That's just something they don't do, so it's not on any Audi car. Interesting. You can get an aftermarket one, but like, I don't have... Yeah. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, because Brent's cheap. I'm cheap. Um, which <clears throat> before we hit, there's a weird light for those of you. There's a little inside glimpse of what happens before we start. Sure, press pull back record. the curtain for him a little bit. Maybe. Um, Where are we right now? We are upstairs in their little recording studio, which sounds we, nice, but yeah, it's cold. It's one freezing and, and really hot in the summer. And we have these beautiful lights so that Brent can record the video for Sunday morning. Well, one of them is going beautiful out. Lights. <laughs> They were $40 on Amazon. Uh-huh, yep, uh-huh. Uh, they are studio lights, yeah. but only in the sense of it's pretty much just a normal light yeah. with a little <laughs> with a fabric. Little above, fabric. Above, yeah. Yeah. Um, and one of them, you have to have the cord in exactly the just right spot right. for it it's to turn on. It's the Goldilocks on. moment, you know? And I said to Brent, I was messing, it was like giving me a hard time before we pressed record. And I said, or we could buy a new one. Yeah. And he went, no, excuse no, no. me. I could. It only took us five minutes to get it exactly right to make it work. You have something at your house right now <laughs> that it, uh, it, if somebody was moving in, they'd be like, well, I'm just buying that. And you just yeah. live with it, don't you? Yeah. I can't think of something off the top of my head, but I, I'm definitely that do. person. We all so, have yeah. that to be like this. And eventually at one point, then you have a really bad day and you're like, this freaking thing has been broken yeah. forever and I'm buying a new one. <laughs> yeah. And I'll do that and I'll go through these phases and yeah. I'll be like, oh, bad day, huh? <laughs> Like, there, it's all fixed. We should have done this months ago. And that's what I always realized yeah. later, too. I should have, this is $3 fix. This is so stupid. Why did I just put up with it for so long? I know, I know what it is right now for us. Can I tell you what in it is house? right now? Yeah, in our house right now. And Kylie just fixed it. So kudos on her. This is more of a shout out to her. Um, we have uh, in, the, in the boys' bathroom upstairs. It's, it's also doubles as our guest bathroom. It's on yep. the main floor. Mm-hmm. You've been to our house. You've seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a sink there, and uh, the soap dispensers that we had been using were just a little bit too, like, not sturdy enough. Like, I don't know. They're small. It feels like I would go in there, and nine times out of ten, there's water all over the countertops because our boys, like, can't work these these this soap dispenser very well so they're just like are they like built into the no they're just sitting on top okay but they're just not functional they're not like they're (laughs) not good they're not good soap dispensers they're garbage yeah which is why they're in the garbage now (laughs) and so and so every day i would just take a towel and wipe down the counters right behind the (laughs) faucet and just be mad and be like we got to get rid of these things and I've been saying that for th- we we've moved in there in, since, in May. Yeah, we've been there since May. Yeah, you're and approaching this six months. <laughs> week we got new soap dispensers. <laughs> this week, and now the water's never behind the sink. Yeah, at least for like the three days it's been there. Yeah. But a huge upgrade. 
And, yeah. you know, whatever it is that you're thinking of right now that you're like, oh, I've got that. I'm That's trying to think do. of the thing. Then just do it. I'm not talking about you necessarily. No, I know. I just am trying. I know there's things because yeah. I am that person who yeah. just deals with it. Just go with it. You know and what I mean? And instead of fixing it. Yeah. Yeah. You've got extra time now. Oh, I know it's what it is. It's earlier. So like, what are you I know do? what it is. What is it's it? Not a, it's not an all year thing. So like, yeah. so anyway. That's fine. My, um, my control box for my spring, in-ground sprinkler system. Yep. Is underneath the sink. What? Wait, 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 what? In your house? Yep, inside my house, underneath the sink. Um, because what kind of a psycho puts his underground sprinkler system inside of his house. <laughs> um, nah, that's a great question, Brent. Un- under- um, okay, and sorry. the only power source. Oh, you're on city water, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm oh, on so city that's water. Probably okay. Yeah, and it's like the sprinklers were definitely put in after the house, right? Sure. My house was built in 1944. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, slight forgiveness. Apologies yeah, yeah. that I mocked that person. Honestly, though, still same question. Still a little bit odd. Um, Go for it. Why didn't you just put it in a waterproof box yeah. on the outside of the house, right next to the solenoid box? Who knows? Yeah. Um, this is a mystery only God can solve. Yeah. Um, and under the sink, the only power source is the same power source that my disposal yeah. goes into. Okay. So in the summer, until I fix this, right? In, in the summer, I have to leave the disposal power on and then plug and unplug the disposal. Oh when my I want gosh, to. Megan. That is monstrous. <laughs> Are you kidding when me? When I want to use it. You have to open your cabinet, get on your <laughs> yeah, hands and uh-huh. knees, and shove a cable in yep. to turn your soap your di- disposal. Uh, disposal on? Yep. That happens in the summer. Oh, my gosh. And and I know it's ridiculous, and I hate it, and I but I just- I'm trying to think how you'd solve that, though. So um, I think it, it will require electrical something. Yeah. But I do have plugs on the outside of my house, not very far, so I could, like- Take the wires, like the solenoid box is right on the other side of my, like I can see the solenoid box from my kitchen sink. Sure. And so I would just have to move the box and like put it in a waterproof thing to like the back of my kitchen instead of any, it honestly wouldn't be that hard. Yeah. And someone this summer came to my house and I was like, oh, all you got to do is this and this. And I was like, okay, great. You're going to do it. What time time can you be here tomorrow? (laughs) Yeah. And I was like. I know, but it does require some technical work yeah. that is not within my like known capabilities. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> just outside the fringe, isn't it? Yeah. Like always. <laughs> like those projects are like, I know how to do like 80% of this project. Yeah. Or I it's know it's just like the last 20. Yeah. Like, I mean, I could shock myself. Yeah. <laughs> or completely ruin my system. Or I could like <laughs> Yeah. This turned into a thousand dollar project. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that that's my thing at my house. Yeah. I thought of it. That's good. <laughs> if you're listening and you got something, let us know. Yeah, we'd know how, love you know, to know. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. How was your week? It was good. Yeah? What happened? I don't know. I went to a football game on Friday. Okay. Shiwana, mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. guessing. Yeah. They're and, dominating, yeah? Well, I mean, we played Walla Walla, who were 7 and 0 and now are, or not 7, 0 oh and, and 7, seven yeah. and now are 0 and 8. Yeah, you taught them. Um, Give them a lesson. <laughs> I heard about the Chihuahua, um softball team. Yeah, they just today. won third year in a row. They won um, state championship. So one of the newer sports in the state is slow pitch softball in the fall. Um, there's a couple like rule changes. I don't think they're, they're not allowed to lead off. They're not allowed to steal bases. Yeah, I would imagine on a lead off with the yeah. 10-foot um, arc. And it's slow, <laughs> and it's slow pitch. Yeah. Um, and so, like, it's kind of, like, obviously that's a different speed. They're usually pretty high scoring because there's a lot of hits. It's like a hit-heavy oh, um, yeah. sport. 
Because they're most of the time they're girls who also play fast pitch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, our Chihuahua is pretty dominant. Um, I think the run differential for their championship game was like 74 to three or 74 to zero. I, I saw uh 24 to seven. Is that, is that, yeah. So I think for the whole, like, I think for the whole championship series, like for the three games that they played in the championship series, their run differential was like they got seventy four runs, and their opponents that's got like impressive. That's eight a lot. Yeah, that's good. or something like that. Did you go so, to any of those games? No, because all those were in Yakima. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. got it. But I went to their district games the week before. How about World Series? Are you keeping up on yep, World Series? Yeah, watched. Well, I didn't watch all of the first game on Friday because I went to the Chihuahua football game, but yeah. I watched all of the game on Saturday. Yeah, go good. Diamondbacks. It was. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I think you can't root for the rival. Yeah, well, I mean, are they a rival, though? I feel yeah. like they beat Houston, so I have to, like, give them some kudos. <laughs> I do give them kudos. I rooted for them when they were I playing Houston. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. It's been, it's been fun to watch. Also, I love the, like, kind of more underdog, and Diamondbacks feel like that more it, than the Rangers This do. is what is called the sports equinox. <laughs> Did you know that right now? This oh, yeah, because all, all four, four major yeah, yeah, sports yeah. are playing today. Hockey, basketball, football, and baseball. Yeah. Yeah. You could you could just sit on your couch and get quality sport watching time, <laughs> which I'm gonna try it out. I'm gonna test that out. Oh, theory, yeah? theory out. How's Kylie no, feel about know. that? I don't know. Not great. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, it's pretty. This is the season, man. October uh, is is the time. Yeah, it's a good month. And almost or almost. If you're to a November. sports fanatic, it's a good month. It is. It's fun and yeah. college basketball right around the corner. Yeah, <laughs> life is so good. It's so good. <laughs> Life is beautiful. Uh, oh, good segue. Segue. <laughs> segue. Um, oh, so real quick, a uh, little parent corner for me. Cause okay. our, this is our weekend. Uh, Grayson had his final uh, game over the weekend. Oh, yes. Or soccer, for soccer. Mm-hmm. And so it was at a field. And uh, do you know Gabe Medina at all at, from the church? The name sounds familiar. So their, their, their kid, Taylor, was playing on the opposite team. Uh-huh. And so we were talking, and this is the last game, unless you won in which you played at 12.45, which is fine, except that it was like 9.30 start time for the first mm-hmm. one. So then, like, what do you do for an hour and a half? Because yeah. that's not enough time to, like, drive home. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like that weird thing. And so both of us were sitting there secretly like, hoping secretly that hoping. the other person would win. <laughs> Just cheering them on, like, giving tips to the other team. Like, you got this, Taylor. You got this, buddy. Knock that in, you know? It was it was rather fun to, uh, to cheer. Who, um, who lost? So then it, went, it, it was... Uh, we thought it was 2-1, but somehow I think a goal just got forgotten. Oh, really? Um, somebody said that they waved something off, but I was like, I don't think so. They went to like the middle of the pitch. Like That's that's usually a goal. I think they just <laughs> forgot to flip over one of the little paper things. Uh-huh. So it ended up going to penalty kicks, which oh, no. we were dying. We were like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. <laughs> and uh, we won on penalty kicks. Oh, so no. we had to come back and stay, <laughs> and then we lost in the championship. Yeah. So it was like, you know, worse mm. than everything. But <laughs> It's all over now, man. It's it. That's it. Woohoo! London's got a little bit of volleyball left this week. Yeah, because they're doing like playoffs, right? Yeah, and uh, they play Wednesday at home, nice. and then probably Saturday uh, at Gonzaga Prep, which nice. apparently is like number three in state. And so yeah. they're like, "That's going to be a fun way to end our season yeah. right there." Can't wait for that. <laughs> I got to drive to Spokane for two hours to watch her sit on a bench and then us lose zero three. That is what my future holds for me. So, and <laughs> not wait. Sign yeah. me up, man. Be uh, it'll be great. Yeah, that's the season of life you're in right now. Yeah, almost done. Uh, 
Week two of our series, uh, This Beautiful Life, uh, took place this last weekend. We continued on with that, looking at a little bit of the reinterpretation of a a sermon that C.S. Lewis delivered and uh, talked about all of those things that point us towards those feelings in our lives where we go, man, this life is just beautiful and and uh, what are those saying to us? And what does that what does that mean? Like, what is what is behind those things? Is it all just subjective, or is there any objective truth uh, to any of those things? We looked at a parable uh, in the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter twenty five, the parable of the talents, and people getting lots of money, some money, and then a very little bit of money. And really, uh, the message behind it, obviously, the point of the parable is stewardship of opportunities. But the point of hearing those words of "I'm proud of you," "Good job," "You did it." And how that is kind of a pointer for us. Why do we live so much of our lives wanting that from people? Mm-hmm. And what does that say about what we really truly want? If, if all of the things, if we go and experience beauty in, in limited form in nature, as beautiful as it is, uh, and, and we say, but yes, this points to a greater level of beauty, then perhaps the acknowledgement of a job well done uh, that, I, that I've been seen, that uh, I've uh, received glory in, in this way is an indicator of something greater and bigger and a bigger hole in our heart as well. And so that's been kind of the point of that. And uh, yeah, it was good. It was, it was a fun, fun talk. You, uh, you were there. Mm-hmm. You took some notes. I did. Uh, anything stand out to you that was like, this is going to be something worth talking about on, on Monday afternoon? <laughs> um, man. Okay. I didn't read over them before we picked uh, push play. But anyway, I also <gasps> sat next to your wife, which is always fun. Oh, you did? Happens. Yeah. Okay. She was like, oh, are you going to second service? And I was like, yeah. She's like, can I sit next to you? I was like, obviously. What did you think of our intro video? The uh, uh, It was funny. The Hispanic. Yeah. <laughs> is that the this, SNL one? Yeah, the Spanish okay. Age of yeah. Discovery. <laughs> I watched that and I sat on it all week long. Like I yeah. wanted to just you share You told it. me on Monday. Oh, it was you were like, so Megan, good. it's going to be so good. You have to watch it on Sunday. So I made sure I was there and I good. watched it. I'm glad you did. Yeah. It was worth it. Yeah. And it was also the only good sketch on that one. And then my friend Nate Bar- my best friend Nate uh-huh. Bargatze hosted this last weekend <laughs> yeah. on Saturday. Did he we, do a good we job? We watched it on Sunday. He his opening monologue is great because yeah. that's just him yeah. being a uh-huh. you know. But it, Kyle and I were looking at each other and we're like, oh, it's it's one of those things where you're like, you're so funny, yeah, but you're just not a good actor, man. <laughs> like. I feel so bad and oh, the no. writing wasn't And you there. were worried about it too. I was worried about it because I was like, I don't want him to embarrass him. And I wasn't embarrassing. It no. was, I'm sure it was super fun and all that good stuff. But I don't know. The at, the writing wasn't, <laughs> oh, there was one sketch that had like, a, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but you know, everything else was just like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, <laughs> can, can you just take a mic and just do your set? Now, yeah. I would love that. You know what I mean? So he's great. Uh, it's Kudos a good opportunity him. for him, though. It just shows, though, the the enormous difference between um, like being funny in a pre-programmed like set and presentation, mm-hmm. and then what they do in terms of sketch comedy that mm-hmm. is uh, scripted, but also a little bit kind of random as, as yeah. well, right? Yeah, there is a difference between like stand up. And sketch comedy, for sure. Yeah. And the people who can do both are, frankly, kind of amazing. And it's writing, you know, because that's a big part of the sketch mm -hmm, comedy. mm -hmm. But, like, it's a different style of writing than Mm -hmm. a monologue delivery, right? Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I mean, anybody that could do both is is amazing. But I always thought that about Seinfeld, too. I was like, Seinfeld's hilarious, but he was probably the worst actor on his show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, He definitely. wasn't the best actor on his show. <laughs> All three of the other main characters were better than he was. Yeah, definitely. Um, but his writing was brilliant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that yeah. probably carried it and yeah. did the whole things. So. Well, cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
It was good. Um, I think, what were some of the things I thought about? Um, so one of the things I said, I don't remember the context of this, but, uh, we can still search for something more godlike or kingdom-like and see the joys that we experience daily. So I think what I was responding to was you were talking about, um, like not being satisfied Mm -hmm. or not being satiated, um, like letting things like striving for things, striving for something different. But I, I think like you can still recognize moments of beauty and moments of joy while still saying, Oh, there's more. Yeah. Or I'm searching for something deeper. Yeah. Or that's pointing me towards something different. And not to diminish even the experience Mm -hmm. that you're currently experiencing, but say, but to be fully thankful for this and to be like, you know, this marriage or this, this home or this raising of the kids or this holiday season or this, whatever, this event, this thing that you did for me, whatever. It was amazing. It was, it was really, really great. Mm -hmm. And it made me thankful for something beyond that too. You know what I mean? Like, and it, and it helps me know what I'm searching for too. Right. Like I think if you never take a moment to recognize those small moments of joy or those small things that are beautiful, you don't know what you're looking for when you're searching. Right. Yeah. Um, like C.S. Lewis, right? The God-shaped hole in our heart. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a C.S. Lewis quote, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I doubted myself for a second, but yeah. um, like that's like we got to know what we're looking for too. And so knowing, like, being able to see the beauty and see, understand that side of things helps us to know what we're looking for as well. So for sure, yeah. Um, other thing. Oh, um, you kept talking about being introverted and being a homebody as the same thing, which isn't super related, I don't think, to any like scriptural thing you were saying necessarily. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Um, but I that's categorically untrue. You, you uh, the <laughs> possibility of being both. Yeah, I mean, I, I because get it. I'm an extreme extrovert and I am also a homebody. Sure, I would much rather stay at home. <laughs> Not, I want yeah, people I pr- there I with me. I probably put the category. Yeah, that's I. So I get that you recharge your batteries with people around you, even if yeah. that place happens to be at home yeah. or in a comfortable I, setting. I right? want people yeah. to be at home with me. Yeah, because you can definitely I, be introverted in terms of secluded or or isolated in public places. Yes, and that's still I'm I'm an introvert, but I do like this. I like the scene around me to yeah. be alive. I just don't need to be a part of that scene. Yeah. I like to observe that scene. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, that's more lonely for me than being at home by myself. Yeah. 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 Like being in a group of people and being all alone. No, that's a good point. So, um, like I just was like, I don't that doesn't drive. Cause I'm an extreme extrovert and I am also a really big homebody. Yeah. Which I used to be like, no, I'm not when I was young and wanted to pretend that I was more adventurous. But now I'm like, no, that's true. I would just rather be at home. Yeah. How about home home life for you growing up and your family? Who was the adventurer and who was the let's stay home? Oh, my dad is the adventurer and my mom is the let's stay at home for sure. Yeah. And and both of them on the if there was a both average, of them are on the reason side of life sure both of them are very like reason based yeah but on the if on the average person spectrum of adventure on one side stay at home are they both are they on either side of that average middle or um, would yeah. she be adventurous but not as adventurous as him does that make no, sense no my mom is a definitely a homebody yeah. that's where i get it she's an introverted homebody so she would just like the pandemic she like went feral yeah. Like she just was like, I'm good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I don't need to see anybody yeah. or go anywhere. Right. It's great. Um, but my dad just, is just put some food in my fridge. Yeah, once a she's month like, and... I like. Can I go to the grocery store once a week? Great, I'm yeah. good. Like yeah. I don't need anything else. Um, but my dad is definitely. I think they're on on. I mean, my dad's not like crazy adventurous. I think he was more when he was younger. Um, but they're definitely on opposite sides of that spectrum. I would say. I I only brought that up. I, I think the reason it came to my mind and the reason I put up my notes recently is I have a friend from high school who his wife just posted about their adventures. They bought an RV. They're just travel. They're raising kids, homeschooling their kids. She's a traveling nurse and goes and does small contracts in different places. And they just they just live random like life at wherever. And it's fun to watch them. And it also is very much to the spot where I'm like I'm. So thankful I did not marry somebody who <laughs> that is what they need to feel yeah. complete in life. You know what I, I mean? I would not do well with that either. Yeah. Honestly, you just describing that gave me a little bit of anxiety. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ooh, ooh. oh, I agree. I mean, and it's fun. Like they're coming back into town. And so it's like there's an excuse to be like, oh, cool. Let's connect and do that. Whereas, yeah. you know, there are other high school friends. We've lived in the same town for 20 years and I, yeah. there's no reason to connect. But I'm kind of like, oh, I should call Nate up or whatever. Yeah. Because they're in town because they're not usually in town. So that's different, right? So like I understand the appeal of that and trying to raise your kids in a way that's like, let's go see the world and not just grow up only in eastern yeah. Washington. So I, I understand it. It's Which is just... so funny because I did grow up seeing the world. Correct. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, which is a testament to my dad's adventure. That's why he loved the Navy. My dad loved and your mom's willingness to kind of go along for the ride. My mom loved the fact that the Navy allowed her to be a stay at home mom. That's the reason my mom was like this, the uh, like Navy gave them the financial stability for my mom to be able to have the home life that she wanted to have. And so that's why she said yes. And that's why they stayed in for so long. Yeah. Um, but she hated every single move we made. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Doing this again, huh? Uh, yep. Yeah. So, but we got some pretty good adventures from it. So, yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Anything else. Um, the, uh, I, what I yeah. especially loved, and it wasn't even in my notes, I just, when I started talking about it in first service, that idea of kids um, throwing talent shows and making sure Ooh, that you're yeah. watching them and, and doing all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, cause I know you've got little nieces and nephews and they, yep. they, I'm sure they do all oh, that kind yeah. of stuff. And mm-hmm. I just, that idea that it shows up so obviously in our kids. And then we think that we mature beyond that, but it changes. We get a little bit I more. I mean, honestly, my high schoolers stuff. do that to me sometimes too. <laughs> right. So like, it doesn't, it's not like a play or a show, but it's yeah. like, Miss Bojan, I want to show you this thing. Or yeah. like, are you, are you going to come to the game or yeah. like, you know, like. Today, uh, this kid, I, he went to like Scary Wood over the weekend. So I was like, oh, how is Scary Wood? He's like, oh, I screamed like a girl. I have a video. I'm going to show you. And he spent an exorbitant amount of time getting this video, like the internet on his phone cracked so he could like let me listen to this video. Yeah. Like y- you didn't, you could have given up a long time ago and it would have been totally. okay. But he like had to let me listen to him scream when he got scared in the haunted house, you know? So. Yeah. yeah. That's good. <laughs> I love it. All right, should we jump into our something interesting? Let's do it. Okay, you open. I sure did. So I get to go first. Mm-hmm. Um, when was the last time you got a parking ticket? Ooh, never. When was the last time you got a speeding ticket? Never. Never? You have you ever been fined for a like a late fee at a, a, a at a library or anything? Like when have you paid a fee? Have you ever? I don't. know. I mean, I think I've. I think I like accidentally. You are no fun. You are no fun. You no are no. no. I think good. I think like I accidentally forgot a like phone bill or something one time so i had to pay a fee once for that but 
And and was it? Did you feel like it was a just fee or an unjust fee? I mean, no, they're all unjust okay. fees. <laughs> because if you've ever if you've ever had to pay a fee that you felt like was unjust, you begin to get a little creative on how you should pay this fee back. When, you say did that? you get a parking ticket? I did Brad? not get anything. No, this was in the uh, the New York Times. <laughs> oh, okay. There's a welding company who hired a subcontractor to do some work. Mm-hmm. Uh, the work was not done to their uh, specifications, but nevertheless, they owed this money. Uh, and it was a, a relatively significant amount of money. Let me. The subcontractor owed it or the no, company? No, the company owed okay, it to okay. them. Uh, it was $23,000. Oh, $23,500. That's not nothing. And uh, they went to uh, court over it, and the court ordered that they, yes, they in fact do owe this subcontractor this money. Uh, and it, oh, I see. So they were going to try to not pay the subcontractor because he didn't, because the they didn't do the work up to their quality. Yeah, Got yep. it. Um, and this is in Colorado. And uh, so then they had this deadline. They had to pay it by a certain date. Uh-huh. And they showed up on the evening of that date with a forklift in the back of the, uh, of the, of the warehouse for the delivery process. And they said, where would you like your, your payment? And they oh said, what, is, what are you talking about? What did they pay and it they in? And they attempted to deliver the payment in 6,500 pounds up. of coins. Oh, my god! Quarters, dimes, and nickels weighing over 6,500 pounds. And they tried to start putting it on the elevator. And they realized... The weight limits of our elevator are 3,000 pounds. You'll ruin our <laughs> elevator if we accept this. And so they rejected the, the <laughs> they rejected the payment oh my and gosh. went back so... to the judge. And they argued this is legal tender. It's all coins. And they yep. said yes, but it's an undue uh, undue harm on this person. Just to put try it into groups, this. right? So You're, the thing is, three thousand pounds. Just take it up in three. Well, no, because they have stuff to go to the bank. So how many <laughs> how much money are they spending? It was undue hardship for them uh, to be able okay, to take yeah, all yeah, this yeah. money to the bank and actually do it. Uh, as a result, the judge said they would not realize all of the income that they were ordered to to pay because of the costs involved okay, in transferring yeah. uh-huh. that back into actual cash. Uh, and so they had to come back, pick it all back up, and oh, then. God pay extra on top eight thousand dollars extra uh on top for the hassle of of making this statement uh, wonder, to be able to do i wonder this. who in the company was like worth it <laughs> you imagine getting the call from like one of your late night like off shift supervisors yeah. be like hey there's a truck here like with a bunch of coins <laughs> like what are we doing some of them were like opened like in their roles they were just thrown in like oh obviously they went to great lengths to have like have a great time. How much us. how much time did that company spend doing? <laughs> Way too much time. Oh my gosh. That's like but, to be pettiness fair, to that is pettiness, the end level. But they made the New York Times. So, you know, there's something about it. That's I fair. never knew of JMF Enterprises until uh <laughs> until this came out. I wouldn't hire them for any work, but there yeah. you go. <laughs> I saw a meme that was like, um people say like people say humans are the only petty animals. And then it was like a video of these fish that were just like spitting sand on each other. <laughs> so they're like trying to be- dig holes, but they're like spitting the sand out onto the other fish's hole. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, we're all, we're all petty not art, the right? only petty animal yeah. in the world. I'll be honest, though. I, I have gotten a ticket. My first ticket was what I felt like to be a very unjust. He was just <laughs> picking on somebody who had just turned 16. Um, <laughs> and uh, and I thought to myself, I'm going to go pay this in single dollar bills. Now, it helped. <laughs> It helps that I was a waiter, yeah, a busboy like at the time, boy. so yeah. all I had were single dollar bills, and I thought that's going to be hilarious if I pay $143 in single dollar bills. 
Um, I did. That's didn't. a fat wad of cash, it, though. Yeah, it would have been a lot. I would have been there for a while, like a recounting. Could you do that again? I think I might have been off a dollar. <laughs> so uh, I didn't do that. That's but, not really for the best. Yeah. Um, all right, are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. Okay, Brent Johnson, do you know your blood type? Uh, no, I should. You should. You've had children. Don't you have to know that uh, when you have Kylie's children? Kylie's the good one. Kylie's the one that the blood banks want. The okay. O, o, o positive, well, o whatever that is. negative is the universal universal that's donor. The one that they, that's the one that she has. And okay. so they're always like, hey, are you free on Friday? <laughs> and she's always like, who's this? We uh, want your blood, right? <laughs> They've never called me. So okay. I assume that I have one that nobody wants. Well, you should know because Kylie... Depend. You're also, probably I o, hate needles. You're probably O then also because if you were different than Kylie, it would be something you would need to know with like having children. Oh, but, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, Which is not my something. Well, okay. So we, in my forensics class, we did blood type uh, on Friday and then today and then tomorrow a little bit. Um, None of my kids. Well, I take that back. Three of my kids know their blood type. Um, But it is really interesting how blood type works uh, because there's kind of like... There's four big blood groups in human population. Um, there are some like other ones that are really rare, um, but for the most part, there's four. So you can have O type O blood, type A blood, type B blood, or type AB blood. Yep. Um, and it has to do with a little like protein, carbohydrate. If you had asked me, that's those are the fat four categories I would have said. By the way, yeah. Just so you know, um, most they're pretty well known. Most yeah. people know that. And I would have been twenty five percent guessing in the dark on which one I had. So. <laughs> well, and the but so to add to that, then you can also be positive or negative. Yeah. Right. So there's two like protein. So one's like a carbohydrate protein that's either A or B. And if you have A blood, you have A. Uh, this A like, I like antigen. carbohydrates, so whatever that one is, that's <laughs> the one I have. And then if you have B blood, you have B. If you have O blood, you don't have either. Okay. And then if you have AB, you have both, right? Okay. Um, and then you can also have, there's another protein called RH, and that's what gives you the positive or the negative. So we're learning about this, doing all of it. But there's also like, there's also kind of genetics in it because depending on the blood types that your parents have, that determines what your blood type is. Um, and so the Red Cross has this really cool, like, interactive website that kind of teaches about it. Um, and I was like, oh, this is really cool, and understanding, like, all the biology of it and trying to get kids to understand it. Um, because O is the universal donor because it doesn't have either of the carbohydrate proteins. They're called antigens. It doesn't have A or B on the blood cells. Which means that you can give it to any blood type and it won't get attacked by that person's body. So whatever blood type you have, your body will make antibodies for the other one, right? So if I have A blood, my body's going to make antibodies, which will like attack B blood. Okay. So if I get B blood, my body would attack that and that would be bad because in organ failure. But if I get O blood, O blood doesn't have either of those on it. So my body won't attack it because it's just like neutral, right? Yeah. Um, and so, but people with O blood can only get O blood because their body makes antibodies for both A and B. Got it. And then people with AB blood can get blood from anyone. 
Because they have both antigens on their blood cells, but they don't make any antibodies. And is it always whatever your parents were? Yeah. Is what you well, have? So, or is there like regressive sort of genes or sort of stuff? Well, it's not like regressive. You mean like recessive, I mean right? like, sorry, that's what I meant, yeah. recessive. Like two, um, two parents who are brown haired all of a sudden have a red haired child and you're like, mailman or what no, is No, no, it's here? not exactly like that, but... Like people, so a person with A blood and a person, so like a per, if a person with A blood or a person with B blood, like have a child, they could have a child with O blood. Okay. But it's not necessarily recessive. It's just that the antigens don't, I mean, maybe it is recessive, right? Like, so one of their genes is O and then, anyway. Yeah, yeah. But like, but people with AB blood, they can never have a kid with O blood because they have both antigens. Got it. Okay. Um... And so, like, there is some of that. I have a chart. I'm logging into my Cadillac account right now because I'm pretty. <laughs> uh, I'm O positive, and I only really know that because both my mom and my dad are O positive. So that's really my only option. Um, but it is important to know because, I mean, the hospitals always double check. They don't trust people when they're like, oh, this is my blood type because sometimes people don't know. Um, but it is important to know your blood type because, uh, if you need a transfusion or you need blood or something happens, like, is it like, that's an important thing. Cause depending on what your blood type is, you might like have a bad reaction to different blood that gets turned in. For sure. Yeah. So, but O is the universal donor. So, if, but O positive is also the most common. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So like 40% of Caucasian people, 40% of African-American people, like 30% of Latino people, and like 20% of Asian people have O positive. So that's like the is number it, is one. Is it geographical? Uh, are there geographic? So like you mentioned Asian-American <clears throat> or yeah. Asian. Uh, uh, so there are some racial components to yeah, it, but I, mean. I don't know that there's necessarily geographical. Um but still, I mean, throughout the world, the main four are those four. So A, B, O, or AB. Um, but there are some, like, really rare blood types that are more racially, like, linked racially to other things. But I don't really know about those ones yet. So, yeah, that's my that's what I've learned about with blood types. I mean, I knew a lot of that already, but it was interesting just, like, teaching kids about it and, like, helping them understand and... We did like a blood typing lab with some simulated blood today to like figure out what the blood types are, which was kind of cool. So, yeah. I'm, I'm literally on my K chart right now. <laughs> He's looking to try. I don't even know like where you look. I don't though. know where you would look either, honestly. I'm like just accepting all of these. Hey, are you? Is it really you? <laughs> Hippa uh, says you have to tell me if you are right. <laughs> Brent over here trying to figure out his blood type. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they've typed your blood. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they have. Have you ever donated blood? Well, I received blood. Oh, that's right. When you had your big accident yeah, and, and I almost ju died. I just had lab tests done, like blood lab. I'm looking, I'm looking at the lab. I'm looking yeah, the they don't always like test your blood on those ones, like the Come typing, on. though. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, guys. <laughs> I got to know this stuff. Uh, so those are my fun facts about blood type, which is kind of appropriate since, you know, Halloween is uh, this week. So, yeah. Brent is obsessed ah, right now. <laughs> I'm so mad. Refocus, bud. I can't. All right. <laughs> I'll figure it out. I'll get back to you. Can I get back to you on that? Yeah, definitely. Great. Uh, that's good. all I had. Uh, yeah. I, uh, uh, it'd be good to know. I mean, this is Halloween. You never know. It's all, <laughs> it's all bum. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm a fake uh, blood. That's my blood type is just the fake stuff. Fake that stuff. You yeah. Get in the vials. All right. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's wrap this thing up. Let's do it. And uh, you, this is coming out on Wednesday, so it's gonna be after Halloween. It's gonna be into November. We got a couple fun things planned in November. We are watching the Seahawks game here on the big screen after church on a Sunday. Nice. I believe it's on the 19th. Uh, is the plan for that day. So uh, if you're looking for a place to watch the game and watch me be in uh, in un let's see what which an unguarded uh, fan or like you know I'm your pastor, but then I'm also like a big fan. So like watch yeah. that. I, I don't even know who we're playing that day, but. It's if it's anything like what we saw on Sunday, then we're in for a good good times ahead. Yeah, they won on Sunday. They that did, was exciting. Good. I think that was the first Seahawks game I've watched start to finish. Was it nice? Yeah, we're gonna try and get another East Lake One Hundred One in here before the holidays kind of hit cool. and come around. Uh, and then we just uh, announced our uh, Christmas Eve service time. So I know oh, it's cool. a little bit early to kind of be talking about that. It can't be talking about Christmas before Halloween, yada, yada, yada. Three and five <laughs> o'clock. Uh, it's uh, Christmas Eve is on a Sunday this year. So no Sunday morning services. Okay. We're going to just do evening service times at 3 and 5 p.m. So mark Sounds your calendars good. for that. It'll be great. All right. That'll do it for this week's episode of Say Something Interesting. Thanks for checking it out, guys. Go get your blood type checked out and uh, <laughs> like pay all your fines and fix that thing that you've been meaning to fix for so long. See you guys. Bye. Bye.